welcome to TSO Consulting Group's DEI podcast series, Why Is It So Hard? Shining Through the Shadow of Resistance. I'm Dr. Tanya Breland. And I am Erica Lee. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. So glad that you joined us again. Yes. I'm Tanya. And I'm Erica. And this is our podcast. Yes. Why is this so hard? Mm-hmm. Shining through the shadows of resistance. And in this podcast, as we said before, um, our work is really to discuss issues that prevent us from being social, socially just, sorry, and free. Mm-hmm. And so the goal here is to disrupt the status quo of racial inequality and inequity in the system. And so each episode challenges us all to be the change that we want to see. Yeah, it does. And we get challenged as well when we have mm. these conversations because we, do. we don't always solve the problems that we are that we are talking about. Yeah. Um, but it's certainly worth talking about. It is. It is. These are those conversations that I think we need to have more of in right. our society. Right. Um, that we're just that we're just not having. Mm-hmm. We have them when something blows up, mm-hmm. when something sensational happens, mm-hmm. but we don't have nearly enough of them, and that's why we're here. That is why we're here. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about a topic that um, can make some people really uncomfortable mm-hmm. too. Is privilege a real thing? Woo! Child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> I would agree that it is. Yes. Um, but we know that there are those who resist um, that whole notion yeah. that privilege exists. So why do you think that they would? I mean, we can see it, right? Yes. But why do you think, why would someone deny or resist the notion that privilege exists? So, you know, it's, I think it's easier to do that. Um, oftentimes what we'll hear is that I worked hard for what I got, for what I have and for what I, you know, what I have in this world and what I've accomplished and, you know, and anybody can work hard just like I've worked hard. And we hear that and have heard that mm-hmm. repeatedly mm-hmm. in many spaces that we've been in and spaces that we've that we've trained in we have and so you know i don't believe that privilege negates hard work Mm -hmm. i think that that is an interpretation how would you describe privilege so i think privilege is those areas that we don't even have to think about so Mm -hmm. so i talk a lot when we do these trainings i talk a lot about my height so i am five four And, you know, when I go to the grocery store, you know, there are some things that I cannot reach, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not even, you know, other people don't have to think about it, mm-hmm. right? So there's something, you know, the one thing that always gets me is like, I buy Goya rice and Goya rice is always at the top, like, especially the family pack is <laughs> always <laughs> at the top. Mm. And if they're, if it's not like, you know, if it's like maybe about 
maybe about four boxes back, I cannot reach it, you know? And so um, I think it's those kinds of things. And other people don't even really think about it. And fortunately, um, you know, maybe if my husband's with me, he can get it. Or if somebody walks by, then I have to ask, like, could you get this for me? But there's no real, there's no thought to it, you know? And so in that respect, you know, buying slacks is another, you know, issue. So I go to the store mm -hmm. and buy a pair of pants, but I always know I'm going to have to have them, you know, um, tailored or something like that because it, these things are not made with me in mind. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so when you don't have to think of them, that's just a really small example. And again, with privilege, with, with privilege, this is not something that I can earn. Like I can't take a test to be tall. Right. So I can't earn my way into being tall. The reality is, is that when we look at leaders like presidents, everybody's over six feet tall. I mean, that is the, the trend. Mm -hmm. And so there's this real association with height and leadership. Um, so those kinds of things. So when you don't have to think about it, you're probably privileged in that area. When you don't have to think about like an accommodation or can something be modified in some way, to you know so that i can have access in a way you you probably you probably have privilege in that area because yeah. for the most part and and there are some rare situations for the most part privilege is unearned yeah you know it's an advantage or benefit that someone has in society i, I would say there is an exception um specific to education mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. there's privilege that comes with having education but we do earn that sure um but we can see where some folks may not have the opportunity to yeah. earn mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. they don't have they lack privilege certain privilege That's right, right. That's and right. so like when you think about um, those areas of privilege that society deems as as areas of privilege you know what are some of the things that that come to mind when you think about that so uh, i think about so i think about race mm -hmm. right so white people in this country are Privileged. I mean, mm -hmm. there are things you don't even, you can turn on the TV, you can see yourself, issues that, you know, kind of matter to you, those things that you're interested in, like they're all around, mm -hmm. right? As opposed to, you know, as an African American, you know, I had to really search to find, you know, um, entertainment that, you know, might speak to, to my experience and, and to my interests. Um, but I also think some other areas that we don't think about. So, you know, um, being neurotypical. Like that is an area of privilege. Mm -hmm. So people who are not, who are non-neurotypical, they have a harder time with society kind of um, really being accessible to them in some areas. So like mm -hmm. within the workplace or even in school, um, I think hearing, um, that's, that is, is a privilege. So, you know, think about how many, um, how many times you're like in a store or in a public place and the announcement is um, you know over a loudspeaker. So especially in spaces where those announcements are you know one of caution. You know if I'm deaf, I don't have access to that, and there's no other way mm -hmm. to let me know mm -hmm. that something is is happening. Or maybe I just need to be aware that there is you know something else happening. There's an opportunity somewhere, and so those are just a few examples. Mm -hmm. But when I think about privilege, mm -hmm. you know, I think about like what it is that we cater to mm -hmm. or what it is that we actually, um, you know, who has access to what and how. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, when you were talking about the, the deaf community, I was reminded of, um, you know, recently we were doing an activity 
um, it was a mindfulness activity. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the things that um, was a part of that was, you know, asking the audience to close their eyes. Um, not thinking about the fact that we had someone from the deaf community yeah. in our audience who, you know, if their eyes are closed, aren't able to right. see, you know, the, um, the signing mm -hmm. for what to do during that mindfulness mm -hmm. activity. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that we eat too fall prey That's right. of, you know, um, you know, enjoying the privilege mm -hmm. of hearing that sometimes we don't have to think about and we should be thinking about or we didn't think about right. until after the fact that we had someone in the audience who, if he closed his eyes, would not be able to see, you know, what what was being said. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it's like we're, I feel like this is a um, something that we have to always be mindful mm -hmm. of and that we need to continue to grow in that area. Um, we know an area that often upsets people is when we talk about white privilege, mm -hmm. um, you know, and even the privilege of being a man. And mm -hmm. sometimes I, I, I use the, I use the example of, you know, like some people will say, well, you know, I'm a man that I can't help that I'm a man. And that's, you know, that doesn't make me have an advantage over someone else. Um, however, if we think about the women's suffrage movement, yeah. you know, women did not have the right to vote. Um, many, many years mm -hmm. ago. And who is it that they asked permission to have the right to vote? Men. They asked mm -hmm. men. Mm -hmm. They had to ask men. Mm -hmm. They didn't just say, oh, today um, I'm going to change the laws mm -hmm. and I'm going to have the right to vote. They, mm -hmm. didn't, they didn't have that privilege. Right. That's right. They had to go to the men mm -hmm. and ask the men to change the laws. Yes. Yes. That's privilege. That's privilege. Right? When somebody comes to you and says, can we, and, and there are tons of examples in history sure. of that where someone without privilege had to go to someone with privilege right. and ask for right. a privilege mm -hmm. in, in an area. Right, yeah. right. Mm -hmm. You know, being heterosexual yeah. in, our, in our society mm -hmm. is considered a privilege. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. You know, if you are a part of the LGBTQ community, mm -hmm. Um, you may find that there's backlash if you talk about your same-sex partner, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. especially when you say that this is my spouse. Yes. Um, you know, where you and I can walk into a space and we can say my husband, and that is readily acceptable, and everyone is going to receive that, mm -hmm. and it's not going to be a challenge. Yeah, it's almost expected, it's, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's acceptable and it's, almost, it's, it's expected. Right. This is the norm. Mm -hmm. This is kind of like the path that everybody's on, right? right? There's, yeah. Mm -hmm. But but groups, you know, there yeah. are groups of people in society mm -hmm. that are often looking for either permission yes. or mm -hmm. opportunities mm -hmm. to be extended to them mm -hmm. um, because society has not provided those yeah. opportunities. Right. That's right. And that happens on a regular basis. Recently, we saw a situation in the news where um, a gentleman who was running for office um, was in a wheelchair yes, and um, was told that he needed to come onto the stage. And what I saw afterwards was just heartbreaking. Um, he was trying to get out of his mm -hmm. wheelchair mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. accommodate the, um, the request. And that never, ever should have happened. That's right. That's I mean, right. it just should not. Yep should never have been um, 
brought even a I mean, thought. It, 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 there should not have mm -hmm, been a thought. Mm -hmm. But you know, some able-bodied individual thought that that was that this is the only way for candidates to the only way for candidates to express their thoughts, their opinions, mm -hmm. and to mm -hmm. to debate in this mm -hmm. particular was to be on this stage. Right. Like this was the only space, this right. was the only venue, and this is the only way. And I think that that's privilege, right? That's privilege. That's privilege. That's privilege. That's privilege. Yeah. That's privilege. So, so, th so then, okay. So, so we just kind of rattled off like a few examples. So again, going back to why are people so resistant mm -hmm. to even acknowledging mm -hmm. that privilege exists, mm -hmm. you know, and that they have privilege, mm -hmm. right? Because the truth is you can be privileged in some ways and, and not in others, mm -hmm. right? So the fact that we're educated, college educated, right. um, that is an area of privilege. Tanya is taller than 5'4", so she is privileged in her height, but we're African-American females. And so in that respect, right. we are we are not. We, right. we, we don't enjoy privilege right. in this society, right? right? So there are some spaces in which we we can have privilege on the one hand, but on the other hand, um, you know, we don't. So can I ask you then, so when you see, like, when you realize that part of your identity is like, as your social identity is marginalized in one way, but then another part of your social identity actually enjoys privilege in another way. Like, what does that do? Like, does that, do you think that that makes you more of an ally in some areas? Like, like talk about what that might do in terms of like that intersectionality. So you bring up a really good point and it can be quite uh, complex mm -hmm. and can be a struggle because I can be in a space um, because of my education I can be invited to invited into a space um, because someone believes that the my level of education brings value mm -hmm. to a conversation, but I could be sitting there in a room full of men, and I could say something and not be responded sure. to. Sure. Sure. And or um, there could be a scenario where I say something and no one responds to it favorably, and then a man can say it, and all of a sudden it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. um, and I've been in those kinds of spaces yeah. before. Yeah. Um, or I could be the only black woman or black mm -hmm. person in a room yeah. and the same thing could happen. I might've been invited there because of my education, um, you know, and, and what I bring from a professional mm -hmm. standpoint. But when I lend my voice to the situation, yep. Um, it could be that I'm not heard yeah. um, or it could be that I'm talked over mm. or that I'm not even given the room and the space to speak. Yeah. And I've also been in those situations mm. in, in those rooms as well. And so it's really complex yeah. because, you know, it's like, hey, I have something of value that I can add to this conversation. And it's almost like, again, needing to ask permission mm -hmm. of those who mm -hmm. have, you know, other privileges to give me the room to be able to yeah. share, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. what it is that I need to be share, that I need to share. And that, you know, creates um, some negative feelings. Mm -hmm. um, and it's like, you know, I'm, I'm being marginalized in two other ways, mm -hmm. you know, where, you know, where I might have privilege in another way. Mm. Um, and it, it, it's, it can be a struggle you know, in those situations. And I really have to navigate, how am I going to respond to this? Yeah. You know, and how do I approach this in a manner that's going to um, 
give voice mm -hmm. to other people who are just like me um, and not close further doors mm -hmm. because I don't have the power in that space, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like something that, you know, I really have to like weigh, you know, weigh the circumstances and the consequences. Like, sure. are there going to be negative consequences that come to me for um, addressing the areas where my privilege, you know, is not um, present? Mm -hmm. um, you know, and sometimes that's a risk. Yeah. And am I willing to take that risk? You know, and I have to like go through these questions and like almost gymnastics in my mind about how am I going to address this in this space? Yeah. You know, am I going to lose, you know, am I going to lose an opportunity to even be in the room mm -hmm. because I speak up? The social capital we right. talked about, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, because it could be that my speaking up is offensive. Yeah. And that there's resistance to my sure. speaking up against how I might have been marginalized in that space. Sure. Um, and so it, it's not it's not an easy thing, no. you know, when you don't enjoy privilege in a lot of different areas. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think um, there are times when, um, for me, I re I realize the extent to which you know what areas of of privilege have given me access into a certain context or situation. Um, but I think I'm also sensitive to those that may not have it and, and, and why. Mm -hmm. um, so, for instance, um, you know, previously we talked about a state agency that we worked for. Mm -hmm. um, so being able to engage in a certain, you know, series of meetings, but then someone with a, um, a rank, if you will, or lower, not really being able to have access to mm -hmm. this space, mm -hmm. even though they might have the insight and the perspective that we need mm -hmm. in this case. Like mm -hmm. they, they, they carry with them um, the expertise that mm -hmm. would really actually get us to a place, you know, move us forward in whatever this issue. Um, and I was always kind of aware of that, always aware of like, why am I here? Mm -hmm. And, um, and then also almost kind of championing in those spaces where, you know, I feel like, you know, others without privilege don't have access mm -hmm, to. Mm -hmm. I, I find myself being a bit more sensitive mm -hmm. in, in those areas. So though um, I'm Christian, I'm, I'm, I am sensitive to areas where there's like, like anti-Semitism or anti, you know, um, um, I think it's like Islamophobia is like, I'm really sensitive to that. Um, mm -hmm. because though I enjoy, you know, religious freedom and acceptance, I think, you know, in our, in our, in our country, I'm still sensitive to those who don't. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there is a, um, there is a, an awareness, I think that, that, that we might, that we might carry. Um, but I want to go back to something that you said about, um, you know, this idea of, of work. Mm. Right. So um, someone saying, I don't have privilege. I work for everything that I have. Mm -hmm. um, and so this idea that um, the, the, what we're saying around privilege is that you've been given everything, mm -hmm. you know, as opposed to, to you working for it. I think the challenge that I have with that statement is that when somebody says, you know, I don't have privilege, I've worked for everything that I have. Like clearly there are people who don't have what you have. So is the implication that they don't work hard as well? I think that's the thing that I probably get the, yes, if, if it's gonna, yes. if I'm gonna get triggered around something in this conversation around privilege in the response is really going to be that, this idea that, you know, 
um, you're the only one that, that worked hard or you're the only group that, that worked hard right. and these right. other groups did not. Right. right, because what happens is you're, that individual typically is not aware of you know, other people's circumstances and where barriers exist in society. You know, so we still see um, gender pay gaps that exist. So yeah, the woman may be working hard to get to a level of, you know, a level in, a, in their workplace, for example, yeah. um, of, of position of leadership. And she may be working hard, but in the end, she still may be making less than, than the men yes. in, in her mm -hmm. same field, same position. Like we know that that's an issue that currently exists in society, mm -hmm. currently. Yes. And so it's like, so then the woman has to work that much harder to be able to earn the same thing that a man right. earns, you know, That's oftentimes right. working double that, you know, just to be able to yeah. have the same earning potential. Right. And so it's like, you know, and so clearly I get triggered too, <laughs> um, because I just right? noticed yeah. in my body, you know, being mm -hmm. mindful that I was getting, there was a little mm -hmm. rise that, you know, mm -hmm. I was getting a little more animated and feeling a little bit mm -hmm. more, more challenged. And I think what often also happens, especially where race is concerned, in our country, as a black person, you know, we often have not had the opportunities right. even extended to us. Sure. Mm -hmm. You know, so mm -hmm. it's like we can work as hard as we want. Right. But we when we look at who's in what positions in society, right. who holds what jobs, we look at the, the individuals who um, who hold who holds the most menial mm -hmm. task mm -hmm. in society. Yeah. They often are people of color. Right. You know, people right. of color typically are not the ones that are leading all of the different organizations right. that are out there or, right. or leaders in government. Yes, there are some, mm -hmm. but overall, our people of color right. often do oh. not enjoy the same privilege of being able to advance in careers or advance in education. It's not uncommon, we know this to be true, that, you know, the under-resourced schools are the schools that serve black and brown mm -hmm. children in yes. communities where um, you know children are living in families that are living below the poverty level. Yeah. So like there's a whole host of reasons that people haven't seen or even noticed or even had to notice. That's right. I think that last piece is really key. They haven't had to. They haven't had to mm -hmm. notice or grapple with or deal with mm -hmm. or or just sit with like, right. you know, um, some things just aren't fair, right? Right. Like a lot of groups have had to just sit with that. Some yeah. things just aren't fair. And so, um, so, so I, I think we've kind of really explored what it is and, and, and how it manifests itself in, mm -hmm. in society. So what do you do? Yeah. So what do you do? So what do you do now? Now that we know this, <laughs> let's say I have privilege in an area. What can I do? Well, you can lend your privilege to someone who doesn't, Sure. you know, and, and we see that as, as a part of allyship, yeah. you know, which yeah. is also another conversation mm -hmm. that we should have, yeah. um, mm -hmm. you know, but that's, that's just one thing that you can do. What yeah. else do you think can be done? Um, I, I think, you know, I, I think it goes back to what we were talking about for, where, before, where you have privilege in one area and you lack privilege in another. And, mm -hmm. and I, I think in those spaces where you realize that you have privilege, you know, you have a voice, you know, you're in the room for, or you're, you have access or opportunity. And so, how can you use that access and opportunity 
to support someone who doesn't have the same mm -hmm. access and opportunity. So the example that I gave, you know, I'm sitting in this meeting and I realized that the person with the expertise has not been invited to this meeting. Um, that would give them exposure. Very often with these meetings, you get exposure and all that other kind mm -hmm. of stuff. Mm -hmm. So and access and access. So then as an ally, what I could say is, you know, I know Tanya, you know, she's not in this meeting, but she has, you know, expertise in this area. Why don't we get her here? Why don't, so that's me speaking up mm -hmm. and providing mm -hmm. Tanya who may not have the same credentials in a certain area that I have, but bringing her into the meeting and giving her that space and that voice. I think that's one of the things that mm -hmm. we could do. Mm -hmm. We often hear the statement, you know, it's, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Sure. And I think that statement, so I've heard that statement since I was probably in college. I don't mm -hmm. know if I heard it in high school, but I, re I can recall hearing, hearing it, you know, probably as, as early as my college mm -hmm. years. And I've been out of college for a few years, a few decades. I might not look like it, <laughs> no. but, but ultimately, you know, the who you know reminds me of the position I might not have in mm -hmm. society. So wow. I've heard that statement over and over again. And I can't tell you how many times I've thought, I, I don't know the people. I yeah. don't know the people that could get me access to greater opportunities. Um, because where I sit as a black person mm -hmm. or as a black woman, you know, I don't have access yeah. to those individuals right. who might be able to, you know, move me along in my career path right or who might be able to you know um write a letter of recommendation mm -hmm. for something mm -hmm. or who might be able to say hey here's a business loan you know like i might not know the people who are going to give me access mm -hmm. because of where i sit in society or the lack of privilege that sure. i have and so i often struggled and you know when i heard that statement um, being made because it was a reminder of, of the privilege that yeah. I have. Yeah, I think that's that's really key. I was having a conversation over the weekend with um, some friends who, their daughter's in college, our daughter's in college, and we were talking about the difference, uh, just along those same lines, in their experiences. So there are things that they know because we had access to it, right? Mm -hmm. And so there were things that they knew to do on, our daughters knew to do on a college campus that, that we didn't know because you know, my parents, you know, we were first generation. And so there were just some things that I, I just didn't know I could do. I didn't know that I could ask for accommodations. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that I should probably be talking to my professors or meeting with my professors if I had an issue. I didn't even know you could take the SATs multiple times. Didn't, yeah, that's I, As a yeah, kid, I did right? not know that. And so there are these things that, that, our, that our kids know because we kind of have, have had these experiences. And I think that that goes back to like, kind of like the networking and the, the who do you know? It's like, so we lend our privilege to, the, to our kids, right? So mm -hmm. our kids come up and they know it mm -hmm. because they've heard us talk about it. We provide them with like the manual. Mm -hmm. Like we literally give them the manual. Mm -hmm. You need to do this, this, and this, right? Mm -hmm. And I think again, but it goes back to kind of lending your privilege. So our kids have it, but what about the kids who don't? Mm -hmm. What about the kids, mm -hmm. you know, who, who, who don't know? What about the kids who don't have, you know, kind of like that access or that, or that understanding? Right. Right. And I think that that's 
really important when we talk about privilege. It's like, how do you use, you know, we talked in the beginning in the intro about being the change that we want to be. Right. So right. how can we use our privilege to be the change that we want to be? Right. Yeah. And I think it's like, as we, um, I mean, so, you know, we don't have privilege as black women, but we do have privilege as educated, educated people. Right. Yep. And so as educated people, we can lend our privilege That's right. to others who may not be educated. Mm -hmm. And we also have privilege having worked in you know state government mm -hmm. um, and having had leadership mm -hmm. roles in state government, which created visibility, that allows us to have some yes. access that yes. we may not have had before, um, which can give us an opportunity to mm -hmm. open doors for others. That's right. So like when I talk about the complexity of, of privilege or or um, where we do have privilege and where we don't have privilege, it is very complex mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because there, you know, it's not, you know, black or white. You know, literally, it's not, it's not simple. You know, right. so when, you know, when individuals say, "Well, I worked hard for this," you know, like there's there's a narrative in America, you know, centered around this. I worked hard right. for this, right. um, and and that narrative often invalidates others or invalidates others' experiences. That's right who may also be working, working. hard, right. but don't have the access, mm -hmm. don't have the opportunities, and don't have the privilege. That's right, that's right. And so I think as we, as we close the, this episode out, you know, one of the things that I think we all need to continue to do is really unpack those areas that we, mm -hmm. we have privilege in. So mm -hmm. like really think about, you know, do you have privilege in terms of race, gender, culture, language, height, Right. Um, sexuality. Sexuality. Ability. Ability. Religion. Like, so what so what are those areas that you have privilege? And then how can you use that privilege mm -hmm. to help those who do not? Mm -hmm. And we can't answer that question for you because we all kind of flow in different contexts. But, you know, I think really thinking about, you know, so an area of privilege could be, you know, the next time you hear or see or notice that someone is being marginalized, speak up. Mm -hmm. Just speak up, mm -hmm. you know, and you don't necessarily have to flip tables over or anything like that, but it would be good for you to, you know, just say like, okay, so that sounds, you know, what you just said sounds sexist or what you just said, it sounds racist. And, and here's why, here's why I'm saying that. Um, I think that could be really, um, really helpful mm -hmm. when we talk about being an ally. Mm -hmm. Now that's not so hard, is it? No, it's not. Um, but somebody will probably try to say that it is, somebody but it, it really isn't. It really isn't. Yeah. So we do thank you for joining us today. And we invite you to just share your thoughts. You know, what do you think about this topic of privilege? Is it real to you? What do you think? Um, and give us some of your feedback. We're on all social media platforms. Mm -hmm. And so we would love to hear, to hear your thoughts. Again, I'm Tanya. And I'm Erica. And thank you for joining us.